All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with yet another podcast. On here, here on. Oh, I said shit. I can't talk. <laughs> this is Caleb Jackson show. I'm not. I'm not even going to stop and record. Usually, I would stop and start over if I did some shit like that. But um, yeah, this time I'm just going to go off the rip. So um, yes, yeah, Caleb Jackson show. Please follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also follow me on Twitter at the C Jackson show. I think I. Well, actually, let me go switch that right now. Actually, well, I just switched to the Caleb Jackson podcast. Um, but if you, if you actually did notice the name is different on my, uh, my cover art as well. So, um, yeah, the show, I don't know. The name wasn't really sticking with me. I don't know why, but I'm about to, you know what? I'll worry about this later, but yes, the Caleb Jackson podcast. Now we're not longer the Caleb Jackson show. I mean, it's basically the same shit, but it's, <laughs> it's Caleb Jackson podcast. So get it right. But yeah, follow me on Twitter as well at the C Jackson show for right now. All right, so Spotify and Apple Music. Yes. <laughs> um, please uh, leave all reviews on Apple Podcasts as well. Um, follow me on Bullhorn and whatever, Anchor. I'm on a lot of different platforms. I'm, I'm low-key on SoundCloud, too. Eventually, y'all be following me on YouTube, but not yet. But I want to give a couple shout-outs again. You know, I always got to shout somebody out. Man, I've been shouting them out on every podcast. Like I said, hey, all my people playing football, everybody doing anything in their life right now, shouts to you. If you woke up this morning, shouts to you. If you got if you got a job, you got, you're working something. If you're making minimum wage, man, shouts to you because you're doing some shit. But shout out, big shout out. Like I said, always shout out to all my guys playing football out there. Shout out to my boy Brandon Joseph. He has now been named a first team All American as a freshman, which is virtually unheard of. People <laughs> like he's been doing his thing. Um, we're all proud of, we're, like I said, proud of everybody out there doing the thing. So, shout out to you if, you, if you're listening. So, I'll leave that right there. This podcast right here, I don't know if this is going to be a long one or if it's going to be a short one. But, uh, it's one of those ones where, uh, it's been on my mind. Uh, it's, the thought of it has, um, has crossed my mind plenty of times to do it on the podcast. Because, um, just, uh, the people I hang out with and what we talk about and just talking about rappers and whatnot... Uh, especially, I've, probably I've talked about this on a couple podcasts. Um, not uh, I've talked about rap on my podcast before, obviously, but never a certain rapper to the extent I'm about to go into. And th- the reason why is that it's such a curious case. I guess it's um, it it might be something that needs a Netflix documentary doc- documentary one day, honestly, but. Chance the Rapper, people. If you don't know who Chance the Rapper is, Chance the Rapper is one of the biggest... Well, for the 2010s, I would say Chance the Rapper was probably... Or even... You know what? I could say the full 2010s. Yeah, you know, you could. i say for the 2010s, Chance the Rapper was one... Chance, oh, excuse me. Chance the Rapper, from the better part of the 2010s, Chance the Rapper was probably one of the most beloved artists. You know, it was his rise... So it started off. Let me just take you back to the beginning. So, Chance the Rapper is originally from Chicago, Illinois. If you know anything about rap, Kanye is also from Chicago. Uh, Chance the Rapper also has a twin, bro- or not twin brother, but his brother is named Taylor Bennett, who also makes music, makes some pretty good music, by the way. There was one song I heard the first time I heard him. I, I, it sounded like Chance, but I knew it wasn't Chance. And so I looked it up and it said Taylor Bennett. I was like, oh, Chance is, I think Chance's last name is Bennett. And so I saw Chance the Rapper was on the song. So it turns out it was his brother. And they looked just a fucking like, too. So that shit's crazy, too. But 
So Chance the Rapper, when he um when he first got big, his first mixtape. Now he didn't drop any albums until we all know, but um his first big mixtape was called Ten Day, and that was his first really like his first real introduction. Now I started listening to Chance the Rapper. I never actually really got into it around Ten Day. The first time I started listening to Chance the Rapper personally. I was about 15, 16, I think it was about my sophomore year, sophomore year of high school, I want to say. It was a, uh, actually it was a spring break trip that uh, will get discussed on a, <laughs> on a later podcast eventually. But um, no, it was it was around that time. The first song I heard, everybody knows this fucking song, Cocoa Butter Kisses. Yeah, absolute, uh, a, I used to say bop, banger, classic, I, I mm. You could damn near say classic. You say a chance classic, and I'll, I'll elaborate that in a little bit. But uh, like I said, I never listened to Ten Day really. I got in right when around Acid Rap started getting big, and it was starting to start getting big. It was big as shit. But I'm out listening to it, so I was like, all right, let me see what this is. And so at that point, I was like, okay, like I respect. Like after just Acid Rap alone, Acid Rap alone can solidify Chance as a rapper, honestly. Uh, chance as a legend. But um, then. There was a lot of hype surrounding him because everybody knew everybody knew who he was and his his songs were really really liked and they're really really good, and and they I, he still he still has that capacity to make them but I, I'll get I'll get that in a second, but when it comes to so actually I'm, I'm trying to say right now <coughs> excuse me so um so after Acid Rap he made Coloring Book. Uh, which dropped in 2016, I believe. And other than that, he's just dropping features here and there, just uh, singles, songs here and there. And like I said, they're all everybody loves Chance the Rapper, you know. And Coloring Book was it was a mix between a you could say it was a rap album, you could say it was a pop album, you could say it was a gospel album. It's a lot, you know what I mean. And uh, you can tell just how hard Chance worked on it, you know what I mean. You can tell that. Um, that quality, that sound quality, the way the way he sounds, in the way, as opposed to what his album sounded like, is you know kind of different. And so, I'll, I'll get that in a second. I guess I don't know. I'm kind of rambling, but um, there was like, after Coloring Book, everybody wanted, and these are all mixtapes. Keep in mind, so they're not quite albums. And so he drops his debut album called The Big Day, right? And it was trash. Now he won a Grammy. <laughs> yeah, I kind of throw that in there, honestly. But he won a Grammy off a of coloring book. Keep this in mind. And so a lot of people think now that okay. Now when he dropped the Big Day, like I said, I said already, Big Day was trash. Um, and it's hard to admit it. And then especially now since he gets ratioed and trolled all over Twitter and just dr- drugged through the mud all over Twitter. Cause I mean. I think Chance the Rapper started listening to what other people said too much. I think he let other people get in his ears too much. And it's only good, me personally, it's only good when you have the right people in your ears. Um, you know, people who will steer you, you know, steer you the right direction, I guess. Uh, and he had his family in his ear, but, uh, you know, I mean... Personally, I think maybe that Grammy did change him a little bit. You know, kind of, kind of got to it to his head a little bit. Maybe, you know, uh, I think was it. I saw something about he had fired his manager at the time, or the guy. Oh, I think it was his friend for a long time too, because he didn't want him to drop the big day because he didn't think the big day was going to be a good album, was going to be a hit. 
and lo and behold, he ended up firing him, actually, and they were friends for a long time. I think he ended up, I think oh, something about either this man, his, his manager was suing him or he's suing his manager because the shit sucked either way. Like, I, I don't know, something weird. Let me look that up, actually. It was something, and it sucked. As a fan, personally, it really sucked. It was hard. It was hard for me to even say that. You know, the big. I didn't even listen to Big Day because everybody calling it trash and whatnot. And it was like it's hard to admit that when your favorite artist, well, not your favorite, but when an artist of your, one of your favorite artists, you know, puts out something bad and you got to try, you kind of want to defend it, but then at the same time you really can't, and you just you end up trying so hard. Like I said, ask Kyle and Gavin, like. They'll they'll probably if I had them on the podcast right now they would tell me the chance of rapper is absolute trash <laughs> and from what he's been putting out lately yes but um and that's just the name of the game you know what I mean is what have you done for me lately and uh, he really hasn't done much to speak of lately you know what I mean um let me see here uh. Chance the Rapper suing a uh, lawsuit. Let's try that. Lawsuit. So, okay, no. He did get sued by his former manager. Okay. So, his former manager. Okay, this was uh, this is via Vulture.com. It's a Chance the Rapper's former manager sues him and brutally roasts the big day. Damn. <laughs> so, it says Chance the Rapper's. This is, this is via Vulture.com by Justin Curto. At Justin M. Curto, ain't gonna catch me getting no copyright infringement on this bitch. But Chance the Rapper is facing a lawsuit by his former manager over the release of his last album, The Big Day. Pat Corcoran, I think, was who was instrumental in Chance's ability to find breakout success as an independent rapper starting in 2012, filed a lawsuit, filed a suit in Illinois this week alleging that Chance, real name Chancellor Bennett, broke an oral agreement between the two and owes over three million, goddamn, owes over three million in miscommissions, according to the courthouse news. So Chance replaced Cork Corcoran with in April with his dad Ken Bennett and brother Taylor, and so and of course like I said his brother's a rapper too, and so um he Corcoran is his friend or his former agent or agent excuse me, uh, yeah his agent well, fuck I can't, I can't I can't even speak um but yeah it's, it's saying that Chance refused the uh, to. Refused to continue their alleged year-long agreement, years-long agreement to pay Corcoran fifteen percent of profits, including for an industry standard three years after his firing. Corcoran further claimed, or Corcoran further claims that Chance's father has only offered him a lump sum of three hundred fifty thousand, and interactions related to the payments have been contentious. Representatives for Chance's rapper have not responded to the Vulture's request for a comment. So it says here, um. So, from what I'm getting right here is that Chance got Chance the Rapper got married in March, and so um, so Chance, apparently Chance announced the album before even recording or writing it. You know what I mean? And was kind of like, and this, according to Pat Cor- Cor- Corcoran, Chance the Rapper was very unproductive and undisciplined in studio sessions. Um, Procrastination, a lackadaisical effort perpetuated by various hangers on uninterest, uninterest, hangers on uninterested, uninterested in the hard work of writing and recording, resulted in a freestyle-driven product of subpar quality. 
that does basically explain the big day in, a, in one lump sum. And uh, I'll keep reading. I'll just gonna keep, I'm going to keep reading before I get back into my own opinion. But uh, calling, he called the album a complete deviation from the meticulous writing process that brought Bennett fame for his wordplay and wit. Facts. They did not, man, huh? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe Chance Agent is right. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, let's see. So the lawsuit claims Corcoran planned alongside Chance to release his first three mixtapes, 10 Day Acid Rap and Coloring Book on vinyl, only for Chance's brother to cancel the plans. Chance's allegedly inexperienced brother and father continued to direct his career and erode Bennett's confidence in Corcoran. And with Corcoran's suit claiming they were seemingly more concerned with monetizing every available promotional opportunity for Chancellor Bennett. They eventually booked Chance to perform on Ellen, Good Morning America, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. So updated on December 5th, Chance's legal team gave Vulture the following statement insisting that Corcoran has been paid all the commissions in which he is legally entitled from the artist. Chance's team also writes that the former manager's lawsuit is made up of self-serving and fabricated ag- Ooh, wow. self-serving and fabricated allegations that are wholly unrelated to Mr. Corcoran's claim for commissions and were plainly included in a calculated attempt to seek attention. Those allegations are wholly without merit or wholly or wholly without merit are grossly offensive and will respond and we will respond to them within the context of litigation. Now, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that Chance the Rapper's father is on city council for the city of Chicago, I want to say. I might be wrong about that. Don't quote me on that. But, um, Bennett says, Bennett allegedly blamed Corcoran for the judgment rendered by his fan base rather than accept his own lack of dedication had doomed the project, the filing claims. So... Uh, no, not really. Um, based on what I've just read from the article, I kind of do side with Pat Corcoran on this because if you actually do listen to Chance the Rapper's, or if you listen to The Big Day, like I said, the album is, it's not, okay, it's not a whole lot of red garbage because, let me tell you, let me deviate from what I'm talking about real quick, talk about this, the fucking trash ass shit. Look, a whole lot of red was a whole lot of fucking garbage, all right? Playboy Cardi, I do not ever want to hear Playboy Cardi's name mentioned as a rapper ever again. All right, that shit was straight trash. The beats were all right. That's the only thing holding it up, and that's barely. And it's not not even because the shit was trash. Like Playboy Cardi, okay, 2016 Playboy Cardi was a different story. He had some good songs. He had some bangers because that was back then. That was 2016. And now you gonna come out here with this trash in 2020? No, no sir, no sir. I mean. It's one thing to have... I mean, you're not even saying shit. I mean, Uzi is kind of the same style, but at least little Uzi will say some actual shit. You know what I mean? This nigga just on here, I fuck, uh, fuck your bitch. Yeah. Nigga, no, no one give a fuck. Nigga, <laughs> shut the fuck up. But I'm, I'm going to get off that for a second. But that's it for a second. I'll probably... I'm going to rant about this shit. <laughs> Don't let me get on another podcast with somebody who likes rap. Because I will rant about this shit. And if you like it, man... Let me, okay, let me stop. But anyway, back to what I was saying. But... If you listen to the Big Day, it does sound exactly like everything Corcoran just said. There wasn't really much thought into. It didn't really seem like it was much thought into Chance's words. For instance, the one of the songs I like on there is because it's it's got a 
fast beat I mean I'm still a Chance fan so I'm gonna bump some songs but the song Hot Shower it's a stupid ass song let's, let's be real but it kind of does slap I'm not gonna lie but at the same time like you go from what Chance the Rapper was to what he made and it's just there's no correlation at all besides he either didn't try or you know it just it it, it you know, we just, I don't know, you know, or maybe he just, like I said, or maybe he just, like, gotten gotten into his own head too much, maybe everybody just got into his head, maybe that Grammy got into his head, who knows, but personally, I think that, from what I heard within the big day, it sounded like Chance was trying to be something he wasn't, and like I said, when you, I feel like, I don't know, it's a it's saying to go, like, when people, when you're faking, people know it, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Nah, not really. It's not even a saying. I just kind of said that shit just now. Because, I don't know. But, like I said, I feel like Chance the Rapper was trying to be a little too rappy, I guess. He got, uh, to me, he got out of his, too far out of his own style to maintain it. And tried to kind of make, basically he's doing too much. I think, yeah, long story short, Chance the Rapper was doing too much on Big Day. I think, if he sticks to the, and I say this is called the rise and fall of Chance the Rapper, but like I said, things can fall and get back up. So I think if Chance like gets in tune and touch back with, or not in touch, but like kind of gets back to the way he was making music when it seemed like it was, he was having more fun, I guess. You know what I mean? It wasn't so much money oriented, like, oh, now you're a big rapper. Now you got to do this. Now you got to do that. Now you got to do that. He's even on rhythm and flow as a as a judge, you know what I mean, with Cardi B and T.I. And so, like I said, if I think if Chance the Rapper gets back to, like I said, if he goes back to just being his self, you know, making making the music we, like I said, he, he, if he likes his music, that's on him, we don't, but, I mean, if he wants to have success with his music, I don't think that he should continue on the same kind of music path he's going, um, like I said, I, and this is just kind of a, that's a broad spectrum of rap as well, trap beats and everything gets kind of old after a while, it really does, um, of course we're all bumped. It, it depends on the mood, really, I guess, but, um, to really make waves as a, tra- as a trap artist, you know what I mean, or at least with, like, you know, those, you know, with hard beats and everything, you have to, you have to be able to stand out, you know what I mean, like, for instance, Lil Baby, like, Lil Baby came in with his own kind of style, but he's still a trap, a trap rapper, you know what I mean, so... But yeah, that's my that's my take on Chance the Rapper. I say he Chance was doing too much and he needs to stop trying too hard. Trying to pl- I guess trying to get a, trying to get another Grammy, I guess. You know what I mean? He he did way too much on the big day. I think like I said, I think if he just go back to them creative juices, probably pops another acid tab. Um I think it'd be alright. I really do. But hopefully one day I can see I can say that all of Chance's projects and mixtapes all together combined i can say that chance the rapper is a chance i can mm, it's hard to say legend because after the big day it's it's hard to say he's a legend (laughs) after that shit i mean i mean lil wayne made the carter five and even then it wasn't that big of a fall off you know what i mean i mean everybody falls off but i mean to to have such a meteoric rise as chance the rapper did within the you know i mean really this was 
it's a five year span of him just shoom, right, right, just rising to the top, and you know, just to fall off that quickly after your first album, like, okay, look, you suck. You know, you're not what we thought you were. Um, but like I said, he does. I don't think he does suck. Um, the album sucks, but I don't think he does suck. And I think that if, like I said, if he goes back to just being himself, being like being himself in his music, I think it'll be all right. And like I said, and go listen to his brother too. His brother is pretty, pretty, be- pretty, pretty dope. So. But yeah, the song I was listening to is called uh, No One Outside. It was a pretty, pretty chill-ass song, actually. But yeah. Um, also, if you are a rap fan, or any just a music fan in general, go listen to my boys, MRB Diverse Sound. They dropped their out first album this month, actually, called... Uh, ooh, what is it called? Let me let me take a look at it real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, look, look at me fucking up. I'm already forgetting. But let's see. Yes, sir. Joy Ross and Caleb Ross. Squiddy, Caleb. Hey, if you don't know who Squiddy is, you then you don't know me. <laughs> but let's, let's let me look this up real quick. MRB. Diverse sound. Tapes from Matt Wright two album on Spotify. But yes, so I'm gonna leave it off it there. Uh, let me know what y'all think of this podcast. Um, let me know your opinions on this podcast actually, because rap. I mean, being that rap is one of my favorite genres. Um. You know, I'll talk about this all day. And really, even then, I'll just talk about music all day. But, but yeah. As always, follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at The C. Jackson Show. Be on the lookout for new podcasts coming out, coming through. Eventually, we'll be on YouTube. I'm figuring all this shit out. But you know what? Until then, just keep listening. And trust me. Also, stay positive. Stay up. 2020 is coming to a close. It's been a shitty-ass year, but it's also been a lit-ass year. There's always some light to be found in the lump of shit you get got, you get got with. Think about it like this. You could have shit. Shit is used as fertilizer. <laughs> Grass grows from shit. So, I mean, you can't, be, you can't really be too mad. I mean, eh, this is life. But, but, yeah, like I said, follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Twitter, everything available. A bullhorn, whatever. Listen to this podcast. Tell, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell everybody, tell your grandmama. Shit, I don't care if she deaf or not. She gonna listen to it. But y'all hear from me again. Peace.